This is Retire at Peace with Gerald G. Ginwright from Mainstream Financial Group. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Gerald provides his clients and prospects the information they need regarding Social Security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is Retire at Peace with Gerald G. Ginwright. Hello and welcome back to Retire at Peace. This is Gerald E. Ginwright with Mainstream Financial Group. If you would like more information about what you hear during today's show, give us a call at 888-324-0589 or visit us online at retireatpeacepodcast.com. And while at my website, click on the radio page and check out our past shows and subscribe on Apple Podcast or Spotify. Nothing is currently dominating financial news quite like inflation. It seems like you can't turn your favorite news channel on or surf your favorite website without seeing articles about inflation and how it's impacting us right now and what it means and where the tentacles will be in coming months. And for retirees or folks close to retirement, inflation can be a very real concern. After all, if you're retired, Increased expenses for necessities may put the brakes on your travel, hobbies, and other interests. An article in The Balance, Budgeting Tips to Help You Beat Inflation, has details that I think that you'd be very interested in and are very helpful. First, let's note that inflation is simply a term that means the cost of goods are on the rise. And inflation isn't a now or later problem. The reality is inflation can cause financial trouble in the here and now as you spend more on gas and food and other staples, but it can also damage your long-term future if you have to dip into your savings or adjust your financial strategy to help you cover things right now. Step one is to make sure that you're sticking to your budget or spending plan. Doing so will make sure that you're keeping a close eye on what you're spending against what you're bringing in. That way, when inflation spikes the cost of food and gas, you'll understand where you are and how to adjust. Make sure you have line items for things that are particularly vulnerable for inflation like food, clothes, housing, and again, gas. At the beginning of the month, determine how much you'll need and then stick with it. When it comes to flexibility, you can tweak spending amounts between your budget categories, but be very cautious about tapping into your retirement savings and your emergency fund. Remember, your budget is what helps you determine what spending is important to you and what spending you can live without. The article Next recommends finding cheaper options or trying new stores. It's possible that a little financial creativity may be just what you need to fight back against inflation. When you go to your local grocery store or mega store like Target, give less expensive brands, particularly store brands, a try. It's possible that you won't even notice the difference while also keeping a few bucks in your pocket. 
And don't forget about the coupons because they really can make a noticeable difference. Bulk stores like Costco can also be a smart way to stretch your budget a little further during times of inflation. If you typically go to lunch every day of the week, try brown bagging it for a week and you'll likely be surprised by just how much money you can save. Extreme inflation can also be a good time to ditch unnecessary expenses. If your apartment or retirement community has a gym or workout space, consider canceling your monthly gym membership. And with regard to gas, recruit some co-workers for a carpool or research public transportation options. It's important not to think of these eliminated expenses individually. For example, if you eliminate a handful of memberships and subscriptions and participate in a four-person carpool, you may end up keeping a couple of hundred bucks in your bank account. You should also remember that having fun doesn't always have to come with a big price tag. Spend some time researching free local adventure parks, museums and art organizations that have occasional free or price reduced performances and why not rent a great movie at home staying in and watching the latest superhero movie on your big screen tv and making your own popcorn can save a little bit money also the article's last piece of advice for dealing with inflation is to keep a keen eye on your priority Remember, if one of your biggest financial goals is a comfortable retirement lifestyle, it's important not to rely on credit cards during high inflation. Lastly, stick to your financial strategy. Don't let temporary factors knock you off of your carefully devised financial path. I'd like to stick with our theme of budgeting and fighting back against inflation by next focusing on how couples should work together on a budget. It can be easy to think that a budget is a budget. You're, you figure out how much you have and how much you need and write it all out. But when two people need to agree on a budget, it can be a little more complicated than that. An AARP article, Five Steps to Successfully Budgeting as a Couple, has a lot of valuable information. And by noting that inflation is already at a 40-year high, the article also reinforces what we've been talking about throughout today's show. In times of high inflation, a thorough budget is an essential tool. It emphasizes that each spouse or partner must truly understand what the other thinks about money. Don't make assumptions because that's how misconceptions can pop up. And even more importantly, you shouldn't avoid discussing your budget for fear that it could lead to hurt feelings or a disagreement. I tell my clients working on a budget, it's kind of like getting their annual flu shot. In the hours leading up to the appointment, you're dreading it because, hey, it's a shot. But once you sit down and roll up your sleeves, you realize it's always worse in your mind than in reality. And remember, frank conversations about money and budgets may not happen in one or two quick conversations. It may take time and effort, and that's just fine. 
Admitting you need help and then getting it is the article's next point. If you and your spouse or partner aren't sure on what your next budget steps are, seek out a financial services professional who can examine both your budget and overall financial strategy and help you identify ways to adjust and improve it. A financial services professional may have experience and insights that help you and your spouse or partner find agreement where previously there had been disagreement. Next, roll up your sleeves and really get into the weeds. When you sit down together to work on your budget, take these critical steps, four of them here. List all of your sources of income, including earnings, interest, dividends, annuities, social security, benefits, pensions, IRA distributions, and any required minimum distributions. Detail fixed expenses like rent or mortgage, utilities, insurance, car loans, credit cards, and medications. Subtract your income from expenses to figure out your balance. Closely monitor your flexible spending, which would be things like dining out, shopping, travel, and entertainment. When budgeting as a couple, it's important to listen to your spouse or partner and to recognize that your budgetary instincts can't always determine the outcome. For example, if you are an extreme budgeter and your spouse or partner is less strict of a budgeter, you can run the risk of them disengaging from the conversation if you consistently demand that they see everything in the budget your way. This kind of communication is particularly important if you get married later in life or you're getting married for the second time and you and your spouse have a blended family. The article's fourth and final point is one that I also try to emphasize with my clients. Don't forget to have fun. Retirement is supposed to be your reward for putting in 40 years or more of hard work during your career. Now, that's your time. As you and your spouse or partner work together on your budget, make sure that you're leaving adequate amounts of dollars in there for discretionary spending. This includes things like a golf club membership, travel and gifts, you will probably agree on this spending, but be flexible here too. If your idea of great travel is to visit your list of dream golf courses, but your spouse or partner would like to take the grandkids to the wizarding world of Harry Potter, well, you can probably give up one golf trip. Well, plan well and retire at peace. If you've enjoyed today's show, visit us at retireatpeacepodcast.com and click on my radio page. Also, be sure to subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. And finally, if you want more information about what we discussed today, call us at 888-324-0589. Thanks for listening. And until next week, this is Gerald G. Jimwright. Thank you for listening to Retire at Peace. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, 
please contact Gerald G. Ginwright at Mainstream Financial Group. Call 205-324-0589 or visit them online at retireatpeacepodcast.com. Gerald Ginwright and Mainstream Financial Group are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed on the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.